Tracy, can you teach me to captivate the room? That's probably the number one question I get asked. Now, I always wondered, do people really want to captivate the room or are they just messing with me because that's the name of my business? No, people really want to captivate the room. And they go about it, but they go about it in a way that doesn't yield results. There is some secret sauce to captivating the room and I can teach you how, but it's probably not going to be the way you expected me to say. Today, we're talking about why you don't captivate the room. I think you're gonna like this episode and I don't want you to miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm so glad to have you with me today. I've got a great episode for you on why you don't captivate the room. You know, one of the number one questions I get asked, you've heard me say this, can you teach me to captivate the room, Tracy? And the answer is yes. But the way I'm going to do it, what it actually Well, really that, the way I'm going to teach you to captivate the room is not what you think. And what causes you to captivate the room might not be what you think. Let me give you the definition of captivate. To influence and dominate by some special charm, art, or trait and with irresistible appeal. Now, do you do that? Do you do that with your voice? Not too long ago, a client of mine said, well, she said she was a little disappointed, which, you know, of course, immediately I went into, okay, how can I fix this mode because I want everybody to have a good experience here? And of course, I want everybody to get results. And she said, well, when I had a conversation with her, she said, well, I wasn't disappointed with you or with the program or anything like that. She said, I wanted you to just hand me something that would fix all of this quickly. And I get it. There's only, there's only one way out and it's through. And a lot of times we want to be more captivating. We know we don't sound that interesting. We know we're on, we've got all this stuff around our voice. Maybe we're not comfortable. Maybe we don't have that inner freedom and we want to fix it now. And there are definitely technical things we can do in the moment to get a quick fix But the ultimate problem, the ultimate long-term fix comes from the transformation from inside. Because a Band-Aid won't lead you to captivating as the best version of you. 
You might command more of a presence. You might be more heard. But will you be that definition of captivate? Probably not unless you're revealing the best version of you. Not an on version, not a fake version, not a mimicking someone else version. There's no way out but through. And and to get to that place of being able to captivate the room, it becomes about what's going on inside, what is running in your head, and what did it leave behind? Because it is the left behind in the muscle memory that is the problem. But I always go back to the inside. Can I teach you how to raise your vocal energy? That's more captivating. Can I teach you the five elements of vocal variety? 100%. Can I teach you how to create an experience for people and make them feel something? Yes. All of that is part of being able to captivate the room. Now, hang tight because I'm going to tell you the one thing you have to do to captivate the room. But I want to talk about the internal piece for a minute. The stories are the problem. You haven't unearthed the voice stories, which is basically the noise in your head. And I call these stories the drivers because they are calling the shots. They ultimately put something in your muscle memory that is keeping you from captivating the room. So an example might be, they don't really want to hear what you have to say. So if they don't really want to hear what you have to say. You're going to tend to speak fast or mumble your words or be very, very quiet where people can't hear you anyway. Or maybe you're not even going to say anything. All of that's coming from that driver that says they don't want to hear what you have to say. Or that driver might be, why are you bothering people? Or that driver might be trying to protect you because you were little and somebody said, quit being so loud, quit being so dramatic. I heard that one. Can you imagine? And so you play smaller and smaller, and that's not captivating. It is not captivating for everything to have the same value. It is not captivating for me to have to work hard to hear what you have to say. It is not captivating when you speak really, 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 really quickly. It is not captivating when you have flat energy and sound really uninterested. And it all starts with the noise in your head because the noise in your head has left the habit that is keeping you from captivating in your muscle memory. You can't show me who you are. You cannot show me who you are. You really can't show me the best version of you. And I'll tell you, that's one of the biggest game changers I see with the people I work with is when we do that pillar one, when we unearth those stories, we unearth that noise, and then we work through pillar two, which are the habits that are left behind. This is in psychology of the voice. We work through those habits that have been left behind. And then we move into the captivate phase, which is pillar three. By this time, we've leveled out those voice stories. We've moved you away from judgment And we can put you into that place of revealing who you really are. And that has been the biggest game changer for everybody I've worked with. But it starts with pillar one. If you are focused on judgment, what are they going to think? They're going to think I'm 
ridiculous. They're going to think this, they're going to think that. If you are focused on that, there is no way your voice is going to work in the way that you need it to work to captivate the listener. And when I talk about captivate the listener, I'm talking about in a conversation, standing on a stage, in a podcast interview, hosting a podcast, doing a video, Instagram story, clubhouse, sales call, meeting, anything. I'm not just talking about when you stand on the stage. If you're in your head, your voice is going to fall flat. If you are trying to get the words right, that dictates the ending here. If you are focused on judgment, that dictates the ending here. And that ending is not what you want because it's not captivating when you focus on the words and try to get the words right and run the story in your head and limit your ability to reveal who you really are. We've got feeling here. What do you make people feel? Are you using your voice in such a way with all the elements of vocal variety to make people feel something? Are you showing them who you really are? Do you feel like you know who I am? Do you feel like you know that if you came to my house, this is what you'd get? Because it is. All the bits of me, I get a little intense, I'm a little overdramatic, I'm oftentimes sarcastic, sometimes I tell jokes and jokey things, even though I'm not that funny, but I show you who I am vocally. And what's interesting is so many people that work with me, when they realize this, they're a little miffed by it. They say, you know, I don't really know anything about you. I mean, you know my story because I tell you my story. And maybe you know about my son, you know, bits here and there. But people recognize that they feel like they know me, but they don't really know details, that many details about me. And that is what I'm talking about here, bits of you showing me who you are, playing all the elements of vocal variety, making me feel something. And there is no way you're going to be able to do that if you're thinking I'm not interested or you're bothering me. A lot of times we even move into the place of foreshadowing. I'm foreshadowing that. There's a heaviness in my voice. There's an indifference in my voice. There's a questioning in my voice. There is something in my voice that is foreshadowing what I don't want. And the bottom line in all of it is that none of it's captivating. We have to go back and eradicate that driver, that driver that says, you're not worth this. Nobody wants to hear you. The second piece of this is we do have to address those habits, primarily the mask that were left behind. And an example of this would be, okay, you're a people pleaser. Let's say you have a people pleaser mask. And so everything is the same because I don't want to show you how dramatic I am because you might not like dramatic, but I don't know what you like. So I'm definitely not going to show you me. And now everything is the same. And now everything is predictable. It's really critical 
that we look at those masks, we find those masks. And that's where, you know, I think that's everybody's favorite part of the masterclass training. When I do the training on the masks and everybody has a, an assignment to listen to the voice in their head and to think about and process what they do, what they put out into the world when they use their voice. And they realize what masks they're hiding behind because you really can't unleash your voice if you're hiding behind something, if something's blocking it, if a mask is in place that's a barrier. And that is going to stay in place until the story is unearthed. But when you get through those two things, you can truly be captivating, truly reveal who you are and stop playing small because you're going to play small. You're going to have this deep desire to be captivating, but you're ultimately going to show up way smaller than you think. Because guess what? Your subconscious is saying, hey, tone it down. Hey, that's enough. That's enough of that vocal variety, circus clown. And so you think you're being larger than life. You think you're being captivating. I have had more students than I can count in my lifetime say, it sounds so good in my head. And then I listen to my recording back and it's like, banana, 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 banana. Why? Because your subconscious is up there going, ooh, that sounds good. Because your subconscious wants to keep you safe. So you fall into this trap of thinking that, yeah, yeah, hey, I'm all right. I'm kind of captivating. And then you get the recording back. And that's happening now more than ever because so much of Zoom and all of these things, and you get the recording back and you're like, for the love of everything, I have zero vocal variety. I'm not captivating. I'm as captivating as licking cardboard. Well, there's another level. There's another level. Who are you and how are you revealing that? Think about a conversation you have with somebody you know, like, and trust. The person you know, like, and trust the most. Maybe it's a spouse. Maybe it's a parent. Maybe it's a neighbor. Maybe it's a sibling. You show who you are. Just like I said, if you come over to my house, do you feel like you know me? If you come to my house, I'm going to talk to you like I talk to you now. It's who I am. The way that we reveal ourselves to others as who we really are, all the shades of who we really are is how we command the space, is how we keep attention, is how we captivate. And what happens is we've got this voice in our head that comes off of that looking at that video thinking, oh, I thought I was captivating, but I'm really not. So you know what? Let me be Amy Porterfield. I've heard that more times than I can count. I started my podcast. I, I When I started doing videos, I just became Amy Porterfield because she's successful and she sounds great. So I'm going to mimic her. And we still aren't at the reveal of you because the minute you start mimicking somebody or being on, you're not captivating because we can't connect. To be captivating, we have to be able to connect with you. We have to connect and we can only connect when there's not a barrier of toning it down, 
or being Amy Porterfield or whatever you're doing based on your story. So the real question becomes not, Tracy, can you teach me to be captivating? Because I can. But the real question becomes, when are you going to get tired of playing small and holding up the masks and listening to the voices in your head that are keeping you miserable and playing small and not really showing up even if you're showing up? You want to captivate the room? You've got to be unpredictable. And to be unpredictable means you can't play one note. Everything can't be the same. A ham sandwich is not a fire, and you are not Amy Porterfield. Unless you're Amy Porterfield or whoever. You have to show up as you. You have to show me who you are. And you have to use all the elements of vocal variety, which if you think about it for a second or pay attention, all those elements are all the bits of you. And that is how you captivate the room. And it gets really exhausting when people say, just show up as yourself, just be you. And so I say that with a little bit of hesitation and a little bit of fear and trepidation because it's not that easy because the way a lot of people teach you to just be you, that is not even a choice for you at this moment because there's so much around your voice and your voice stories. And the truth of the matter is it's your most powerful asset. And until you can really step into the power of your voice and show up as yourself and show us who you are and learn to use all the elements of your voice that are there anyway. They're just buried underneath all the masks. Until you do that, you're not going to captivate the room the way you want. Oh, you might be able to captivate the room, but are you really going to be able to captivate the room? You've got to be comfortable enough on the inside to show up and captivate as the best version of you on the outside. Changing your voice to me is an inside job. We can talk about loud, fast, soft, low, you know, we can talk about all of that. And all of that is important. But I never want you to be in a position where you go, okay, I got to be captivating. And you go into the meeting and you want to remember to be captivating and you won't. I want you to be in a position where you don't have to warm up in order to be captivating that you are fully expressing yourself as the best version of you. You are captivating at the grocery store. When the guy says, paper or plastic, and you respond, well, I'll have plastic today or whatever. However, you're going to be captivating. You're not going to be on. I'm just being silly. So you get the point. You've got to be ready to be ready. When I did the episode on be ready to be ready, I talked about how two of the biggest, greatest, contracts and 
things that happened in my life came literally out of, I turned a corner and somebody started a conversation with me and I had to be ready. It wasn't even like, okay, I have a meeting at three o'clock today where I'm going to pitch my services and I'm going to be ready. No, it was like, hey, I liked your presentation. I'd like to see if you could help my people that happened to be insanely successful. And I was ready. We have to work from the inside out. We have to crack the masks. We have to find the best version of you and lock it in. And that's, you know, that's what we, that's what's so cool about the master class is I, and I mean, certainly in the group coaching, we do this full on, but in the master class, I take each of these principles and I, we go through pillar one, we go through pillar two, we go through pillar three, because really, I don't think you can captivate until you've done pillar one. Not with ease, not the way you want, not to create the unpredictability on demand where you just automatically do it, where you just intuitively do it, where you just are doing it because you've locked it into the muscle memory. It is the new normal. That's what we're after is the new normal is I'm going to captivate the room. I'm going to captivate the listener every time I open my mouth. And that reminds me, I've got another masterclass coming up. Have you signed up for that? Are you signed up to join me? If not, head over to captivatetheroom.com forward slash the number three free and get in that masterclass. I want to show you how to captivate the room. I may have made it sound difficult today, but it's not. And it will stick and last and transform your life beyond your voice if you do it from the inside out. How are you creating unpredictability? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. If you're on Instagram and you follow me, Captivate the Room, I want to know, how are you creating unpredictability with your voice? Let me know. All right? But that's it. I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you for being here with me today, as always. And until I see you next time, you know what to do. Get out there and speak your truth. Just do it beautifully. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at captivatetheroom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes.